to the Run, Eat, Repeat podcast. If you love running or eating, you'll love this show. Now, here's your host, Monica Olivas. Hello and welcome to the Run, Eat, Repeat podcast. Today, I'm answering my number one most asked running gear question. Hey, what running shorts are those? Where do you get them? Do you have any tips on finding the best running shorts? I am all about this. I think that the right gear can help you run faster, jump farther, be happier. Okay, maybe that's a little bit of a stretch, but they really can prevent chafing, make you more comfortable, make you feel more confident, and all of those things help you be a stronger runner, right? So tons of info will be in the show notes answering this question, letting you know where to get it. You can follow up later as well as I'm going to cover a couple of the other super popular questions that I get on running, like how many miles a week I run, um, strength training and marathon training. Does that go together? If you have a question, feel free to ask. I will put all of the contact info in the show notes, or you can always send it over on Instagram at run, eat, repeat, because that's what I'm here for. Well, I'm here to party. But I also want to answer your questions. So there's that. Before we get into it, in case you're new here, my name is Monica and I'm a redheaded Mexican on a mission to run a lot, eat a lot, and talk about those things a lot here on the show and at runerepeat.com. It's a site I started just to kind of journal my first marathon training and trying to lose weight. Didn't expect anyone to read. Turns out people did. And long story short, now we're here hanging out. Welcome. Now let's get into the warm up. So this weekend, I did something that I should have done a long time ago. I touched the Queen Mary, the ship in Long Beach, not the person, just to clarify. I don't want to cross any lines like that. But This is a really big deal for a couple of reasons. One is that it's one of my favorite places to run. I love running in Long Beach. There is a super awesome pedestrian slash bike path out there. And actually, Long Beach is the first place that I ever ran outside, which is kind of crazy to just mention real quick my running story. I started to walk a lot on a treadmill and then eventually started running and found myself running more and more and kind of mentioned it to someone that I was working with. This is while I was just in college and had a part-time job, mentioned it to a friend, and he asked me to run a 10K with him when he realized like, oh, okay, you're running an hour a few times a week. That's pretty epic. We should do a 10K. And I thought, no, I cannot. I cannot run a race. I had never run outside, not including, of course, like PE and school or something like that. I had not went for a run around the block of any length, really, outdoors. I had only run on the treadmill. So I was very apprehensive, read that as terrified and doubting myself that running on a treadmill would be the same as running outside. And another reason why I was kind of avoiding it is I thought I would feel very self-conscious to run outside. And so yeah, I had to run outside. 
Uh, but I was tempted to run this race with him because he's very funny and I knew it would be fun. And I was kind of curious and I thought, well, I don't even have to talk someone into running a race with me. This person is trying to talk me into it. So one Saturday morning, I drove out to Long Beach as opposed to just like running outside my neighborhood. I don't know why exactly, but I drove out to the Long Beach bike path, which I was familiar with. I had taken a lot of walks there. I'd done a lot of bike rides out there. Um, My boyfriend at the time lived out there. So I hung out there a lot. Um, And I basically did my first kind of outdoors run ever on the Long Beach pedestrian path. And since then have run so much there. Um, I lived in Long Beach for a year during college and just used to make it a habit even before and after I've lived there to drive out there sometimes and run on the path. I just, it's one of my favorite places. It's very nice. And there's just something about it that feels, it feels like I am running around like an old neighborhood that I super love. So this weekend, I get a text from Steve and this is Coach Steve from the Soul Runners. He was on episode number 72 of the show. And that's when we talked about what to eat during a race or long run. Coach Steve coaches the soul runners who train for a couple of different races. Right now, they're training for some fall races. And they were doing a training run in Long Beach on Saturday morning. And he texted me saying, hey, run 16 miles with me this weekend. Coach Steve has gotten very fast in the last couple of months and qualified for Boston. That was something I think We talked about a little bit when he was on the show. So he's fast. And I knew that. And immediately I thought, I cannot run with you right now. You are way too fast. He said he would run my pace, which I don't know if I trusted him, but I needed to go out and run by the beach anyway this weekend because of the wildfires and the air quality. I just figured I would end up running somewhere in SoCal at the beach. I just hadn't really decided yet. So I agreed. And I met up with Steve and the other Soul Runners very early Saturday morning. And I was super excited. I actually, yeah, like I, I love an excuse to run somewhere awesome. And I was actually super excited because I love another way to justify running somewhere fun. And I realized while I was actually running with him that I haven't run with someone in way too long. And it was fun. So there's that. We actually ran all the way to the Queen Mary. And in the past, and like I said, I've done this run so many times before, but I kind of stay on the path and go left. And he goes right. And there's a way to go up a bridge and around and actually get to the Queen Mary where you can touch it. And this is like that big thing where they actually, anyone who is running this long run with the Soul Runners, they you know, go up and touch the boat. I think you might have to kind of go around a little barrier or something because the boat is an actual boat, right? So it's docked. Um, But it's way too early for it to be open. No one's really around, but the restrooms are open, luckily. And it was just this super awesome, very exciting experience for me. That much more so because hundreds of times I have run this path. But since I went to the left, I can see the boat from 
across the harbor. Like I get as close to it as possible across a waterway. And I have a ton of pictures doing this route and taking a picture of the boat. But I can't believe that if I would have just known about this alternate route, which is longer, it probably adds maybe three miles round trip to the run that I could have went all the way up to it. It just was very exciting and kind of funny to me that I've been doing this for so long and it's never occurred to me to kind of explore another route. But yeah, that was super, super fun. And I will put some pictures in the show notes so you can check out some of these sites and not sounds, unfortunately. Well, actually, fortunately, you don't get to experience the sounds because some of the sounds of that run were me getting mad at Steve because I realized when we got to the Queen Mary, I wasn't looking at my watch because I thought we were running fast and I didn't even want to know. I just was like, I don't think he is staying at my pace and I don't know if I'm going to die today or what, but I don't want to feel worse by checking my watch and just telling myself, you cannot run this fast right now. So I didn't look at my watch, oddly enough, right? Because when do you just not look at the mile splits at all or the pace? And when we got to the Queen Mary, my watch clicked to nine miles. And I was pissed. Like in that moment when we got to the Queen Mary and it was just Steve and I running together, people kind of, we started early and after the run, he leads yoga for the soul runners. If you're in SoCal and want to run with them, I will put info in the show notes to get more information. But after their long run, Steve leads a short yoga session. So we started early and I think we're at a different pace from a lot of other people. So once we got there at the Queen Mary, we had to wait a couple minutes for people to get there too, so that we could take a picture with some of the other soul runners that weren't too far behind. But when I realized that, I was very surprised because I thought I had signed up for 60 miles and I already felt like I had been pushing it because I had felt like I was trying to keep pace, even though I thought it was a little fast for me. So I just realized that I can't do both running faster than I'm used to right now and running that much more, which 16 to 18 miles doesn't seem like that much if you're just counting, you know, I don't know. 16 of something versus 18 of something like in dollars, right? What's two more dollars? But when it's two more miles on a hot day and mile 17, 18, 19 is when you can hit a wall. I think it also really mind effed me. And I was not happy with Steve and I let it be known because we're good friends. And that's what you can do, right? With good friends is that you can tell them what the F right now. And Steve made it up to me by taking a couple shortcuts on the way back. So we just we did over 16, but I don't know how much because at different points, I think we forgot to turn our watches back on. Luckily, at some point, we found the Soul Runners aid station and I drank a ton of coconut water and water and I felt a lot better and more confident. And I gave Steve a really hard time on the run, which 
I am saying a little hesitantly because I feel a little bad now. Like I think I was overreacting, but it did give me a lot of confidence and it's what I needed. And I would not have run that strong by myself. And this is coming from someone that is a very, very dedicated solo runner outside of maybe doing a race. If I'm running with SR or just, I guess, like running with SR or running with Steve, like those are the people that I would potentially run with. And I just know that if I had run by myself this weekend, I would not have run such a strong training run. So it makes me feel really good and a lot more hopeful and confident and motivated about signing up for a full marathon, which is great because one of the questions that I get often, and it was one of the ones that came up in the Insta stories this week was, when are you going to do another marathon? And oftentimes it's just, when's your next race? When's your next half marathon? When's your next full marathon? What's your goal race? And now that I, I got that question, and I am signed up for a few half marathons coming up, all of the Lexus lace-up races in SoCal, I'm going to do those. And the first one, there's a half in September. And I have a discount code. I think it's RER10 if you want to do any of the lace-up running races. There's one September, October, November, December. I'm doing those, but I want to do another race as a goal race and train for a marathon. And I just feel a lot more excited about it. I think I've kind of been hesitant about it because I thought, oh, I'm super not in shape right now. It's going to take so long to get to where I want to be and to where I was. And I just haven't really made it a priority. And just having one good run can really motivate you and give you confidence and hope for the future. There's so many things that it covers, but it really, um, yeah, it was really good. It was a really, really good training run, but it was also this super fun experience of running all the way to the Queen Mary. The Queen Mary is very familiar to me because I grew up in SoCal, but I'm kind of curious if you guys are familiar with what that is, if you've ever heard about it before. So let me know if you know what I'm talking about or you have no idea. If you have no idea, I'm putting pictures in the show notes. It's a big old ship. But if you know this stuff, I'm suddenly, I don't know if this is kind of like a local thing, right? Like local legend, local landmark. Um, I don't know. Let me know. And since we are talking about Coach Steve, he qualified for Boston not too long ago, and he is just an awesome resource. And I'm a fan. And I know that when he was on the show, a lot of people asked to have him back or wanted to know how his race went. So if you have any questions for him, let me know. Leave them in the show notes or on my Instagram, and I will have him back on the show to answer them. Now, in non-running warm-up news, I'm finally ready to move. I feel like this is something that I mentioned, I don't know, maybe when I first started the podcast that I was going to move or thinking about moving and hadn't really made it a priority. And I suddenly this week thought I need to set a date to list my condo. I'm most likely going to sell it and move. And I am kind of excited about it and a little overwhelmed because I think that also means I have a lot of things to do, which is part of the reason why I haven't really been super productive on that yet is that there are 
you know, little projects if you've ever sold a place, which I have not before. But I know that there are a lot of things that I need to do to get it on point to be able to sell because I watch HGTV. I know flip or flop and uh, fixer upper. And when you stage a home, it needs to be very fancy. And when you are a monokin, you are not very fancy. But if you have any tips or thoughts on this, let me know them. I already have a realtor that I am working with, but I am very excited about this. And I just wanted to make this announcement because it will help keep me on track if I am updating you as to what's going on with that. Because my goal for this week is to pick a date that I say, go ahead, list it, love it or list it. And I'm going to list it. I'm just referencing all these HGTV shows that I have not watched, mind you, in a really long time until I think the day before yesterday. Now I'm like, okay, you better figure out what's going on over there in HGTV land. Is that hard for anyone else to say? HGTV land, HGTV. Anyways, you know what I'm talking about, but I will keep you updated. And next week, I'll let you know if and how and when I picked a date to list it so that I have my kind of to-do list of items to fix and figure out and organize and all of that fun stuff. And kind of along with that vibe, I have not done this before, but I kind of want to rent a beach house or maybe like a cabin. I've never used Airbnb or VRBO or HBO or BBO, I don't know if that's a thing, to go on vacation or get away or any of those things. And is the big benefit that you get the whole place to yourself? Or is it an awesome location or competitive pricing? I'm very curious about this. But I want to try it. I want to have my family all spend at least like a long weekend at a very awesome kind of chill beach house nearby. Like I don't want to go far. I'm thinking it will kind of be like a staycation. Like we're not going very far. And I think technically a staycation is when you stay at your house, right? But it'll be like a localcation where we kind of stay local. But if anyone is an expert on that, these are kind of random things to be asking you. But at the same time, sometimes I'll mention something in an Insta story and someone will chime in with a comment that I am like, that is freaking genius. And I love that we're all hanging out and I can ask you a question and you might be able to chime in. And if I learn something, I can share it with other people and then we all win, right? Love it. Okay, now let's get to the main event. So one of the most asked questions that I get on the blog, in comments, on Instagram, DM, Facebook, just randomly when I'm running down the street, someone yells it at me, I get a postcard in the mail. One of the questions I get constantly is, what running shorts are you wearing? Where did you get those running shorts? What brand are those? What are your favorite running shorts? Some variation of this question of running shorts. 
And I love it. I have no problem answering this question a million times. But also, I don't just want to tell you what shorts I'm wearing in that picture because I have a handful of favorites that are slightly different from each other. And I also know exactly what I'm looking for when I need a new pair so that even if you do not have access to these stores or internet or shipping, whatever it may be that I'm going to mention, I can let you know this is what you need to look for in a pair of running shorts. And I think this is right up there with just as important as having a really good sports bra that fits you well, having really good running shoes. Because when you are wearing the right running gear, when it fits your body correctly and it is ideal for whatever distance and temperature and body type and size that you are and that you need, it can prevent or minimize chafing and being uncomfortable and having to stop and readjust. And I think that that is so important. And it really can make the difference in a run, especially a long run. If you are having to stop and readjust yourself and pull down the leg of your running shorts, or you feel like they're riding up and you don't want to pull them down, but you're super self-conscious, or your thighs start rubbing and you are getting a rash or you're chafing. And sometimes too, you don't realize that you're chafing when you're actually running And then you get in the shower after your run and it is like craziness. The burn, it burns. So I'm going to try and help you prevent that. And I think that preventing any sort of whatever you call it, thigh rub, chub rub, chafing, I I think that's it. I don't know (laughs) how many different variations of this term there are, but there will be Links in the show notes to all of my favorites, plus some tips on what to look for if you are just shopping around and keeping an eye out for running shorts. Okay, first, let me tell you about a couple of different pairs of my favorite running shorts and why I dig them. All right, let's go. I really like the Brooks Greenlight Tights 7-inch shorts. And those are available on brooks.com. And like I said, I will put a link in the show notes to all of these so you can check them out. Heads up that Brooks and a lot of the other shorts that I will mention have different lengths of shorts. And oftentimes too, they have different fits. So all of the shorts that I am talking about are compression style short. They're tight shorts, basically like capris or leggings or yoga pants, whatever it is. They are supposed to fit tight, but they also have walking shorts and other kind of shorts that are loose. I just know, I haven't tried the other ones. These are green light tights, seven inch shorts available on their website. I'm pretty sure that they have a very wide range of shipping options that you can get. And they don't come in that many different colors. And these shorts are awesome. They are just really high quality. The fabric is thin, but also compression and flattering, which is really important. And I will get into that at the end. Um, But yeah, this definitely hits all the bases of what I'm looking for. I also have a couple of pairs of older running shorts that I've gotten from 
different stores that I am not sure they're still available. I've kind of tried to find them online and I'm not confident that they're exactly the same. But I have a pair of Old Navy running shorts that I have tried to look for and they do not have them online or in stores that are the exact same as these longer ones I like. And some Dan Skin Now shorts and a couple of other ones like that. But I have learned from those and I've checked them out so that I can find other similar ones. And this is actually on kind of a lower price option. The Avia Flex running shorts, I've seen these at Walmart in the past. And another heads up with these is that you just want to make sure that they are the long version. They have two versions. And if you are buying them in store, I would definitely suggest trying them on. They, I feel, are a little shorter than seven inches. And for me, I aim for six, seven inches. I wouldn't go any shorter than six at all. And I think that some of these, and I've had more than one pair in the past, seem to vary a little bit. And they're getting kind of on the shorter side of it, but they are quality. Um, and yeah, I have seen them. They're available on Amazon as well. So I will put a link to that in the show notes so you can check them out. Another one to mention is Adidas Tech Fit 7-inch running shorts and the Bell Leaf Women's High Waist 8-inch running shorts. And I actually have cut the tag off of mine, so I'm not sure that they're exactly the same. And in doing research for this episode, I think I'm going to order another pair and I will come back and report to you um, if they are like my usual go-to ones, but both of those are available on Amazon as well. Another one of my favorites that I get a ton of questions about are from Roadrunner Sports. And just a heads up, Roadrunner Sports is a running shoe, running gear store in SoCal. There are quite a few locations actually in SoCal. There's one in, there's a big one in San Diego, um, one in Laguna Hills. I want to say Costa Mesa, but I'm not completely positive. You can also order things online. And my favorite running shorts from them are actually made by Roadrunner. And they are their women's recharge compression shorts in eight inches. I'm a fan of these. They actually, for a long time, I feel like just had black and I think like a wine purpley color and have recently come out with more colors. They also have They've had for a while kind of like a snake-ish pattern, but it's not like a gaudy snake. It's not too much snake. It's just enough snake. Um, speaking of snakes, they have a six-inch short as well. So you have to be careful when you are ordering, when you're buying online, or you know, double-checking your order, or when you're trying them on or getting them that you are getting the right length for you. So you definitely want to double check that. I like eight inches. I'm just going to leave that there. But if you prefer six inches, I'm not here to judge what you need, how you live your life, what your body requirements are. I'm just saying you want to double check that. And both of those are, I want to say it seems like exactly the same outside of that two inches in length. And that two inches makes all the difference on what I'm signing up for, you know? I don't know if they are the same price, but I don't think it would actually even matter. I think you should get the ones that are best for you because I would easily pay more money to prevent chafing or keep myself from being uncomfortable when I'm running. 
So I'm a fan of these. They also have a couple of new designs that are printed. And another heads up, if you want to go with a different style or length of shorts, they have a pair of 12-inch running shorts. And they're called Run, Walk, Play 12-inch knee shorts. They are a looser type of short. They're not compression. So though, if that's more your jam, if you are a little self-conscious with wearing tight shorts, then you can check that out as well. And actually, I'm a huge fan of Roadrunner because they're local and I've taken a lot of different people to get properly fitted and sized and assessed for their ideal running shoe. So I am a part of their VIP program. This is not something that is exclusive to me on any level for being in social media. It's everyone can be a VIP with them. And you get, I think, I'm sorry, I'm going to kind of mess this up because I haven't really looked into this, but it just popped in my head that Roadrunner, if you sign up for their VIP program, um, I think you get 10% off all of your purchases. And they actually have given me a code for followers. If you use the code run, eat, repeat, you can save 20% on signing up for the VIP program, or you can save 10% with that code, even if you don't sign up for VIP. So I will put that in the show notes so you can check it out, along with links to all of these shorts, all of the different links that they have. And again, that code is run, eat, repeat to save. Check it out. Now, let me just give you a couple of tips on what to look for when you are trying to find some awesome running shorts and you're at the store and you don't know if they are going to be awesome running shorts. Trust me, I know. First, you want to look for a pair that are long enough to cover any area of your thigh that rubs. So they should ideally go past any rubbing area. I aim for shorts, like I said, that are anywhere between six to eight inches. I haven't seen anything that's made longer than that that is still a compression style short. And anything that is shorter than that, I feel like I end up trying to adjust and mess with while I'm running, which is not fun. And along with that, you want to look for how long the leg area is from the groin, not just how long they are overall, because sometimes when you're holding up a pair of shorts, they look long. And especially they look long compared to those looser running shorts that are very short. Um, So you want to check to make sure that that inseam from where it kind of is your groin area to how far down your leg it goes. Also because I think sometimes shorts don't have how long they are on there. And so you're just comparing them to other things on the rack and they look longer than they might actually fit. Or someone's six inches is someone else's seven inches, right? So I would just double check on how long the actual inseam is, how long they're going down your leg. Next, high quality compression fabric is so important. Cheap or thin fabric or fabric that is not wick wear is potentially going to ride up or sag down when you start to get sweaty and it just starts to kind of like soak up your sweat and get heavy and just kind of start dragging down your leg. You do not want either of those things to happen. Also, the wrong fabric potentially might make you feel self-conscious if you know that it just feels like you, I mean, it feels like your butt is jiggling or your thighs are jiggling. That sucks. 
And it's just going to take away from getting lost in the run. I think I'm talking about gear a lot right now and kind of getting into detail and seeming very obsessive about the best running shorts. But the reality is that when I am running, I am not thinking about my running shorts. I am not worried about what I'm wearing or how it looks. It fits me. It feels fine. I go for a run and I don't have to worry about it. So that when I'm running, I can worry about everything else that's falling apart in my freaking life. No, just kidding. Um, But I could just get lost in a run and listen to a podcast, maybe like you're doing now. Are you? Run faster. Or I can just focus on my workout and pushing myself and not worry about jiggling or sweating or adjusting or chafing any of those things. So you want to make sure that you have quality fabric that is holding in any parts that you feel you want to have hugged by nice fabric. Um, I look for a pair of shorts that are a combination spandex and polyester or spandex and nylon. And I actually went through all of my favorite running shorts and leggings and check the fabrics on all of them just to double check and make sure they have different ratios. But if you were at the store at any given time, you want to probably look for a combination of that. Next is they're supposed to be tight, um, not to an uncomfortable level. But if you are not used to wearing tight shorts, if you normally wear those looser running shorts that have like the chonies built in or the underwear, Um, it might feel a little weird, but they should fit similar to how tight your leggings or yoga pants feel. So yeah, you just want to make sure more than anything, along with any piece of running gear, that it fits your body correctly and that it's ideal for you. We are all different. All of our bodies are different. And for whatever reason, right, you can wear the same shoes as someone else and get a blister and they don't or get chafing somewhere and someone else doesn't. So make sure that it is the right size, fit, length, tightness, all of those things for your body. And you have to pay for it. If you don't pay for it with buying quality gear, you're going to pay for it in time and frustration or having to replace gear or time wasted readjusting. Some of my favorite running shorts and really different pieces of running gear are expensive. And you know, I like a deal. The 99 cent store is my favorite store. So I'm not fancy at all, but I really consider this a must have, not a luxury. There are some extra pieces of running gear that are just luxury items, right? You don't necessarily need and or you can buy a less expensive version and it still works just as good. I'm all for that when it applies. It doesn't apply here. And trust me, I've tried. I have wasted a lot of money trying to get cheaper running shorts that end up being a fabric that isn't good enough um, or just falls or rides up or some combination of those or doesn't last long or makes me feel like I am not fully or properly clothed in public. Um, I've tried a lot of different things. And I know, and especially I know it's hard to find the best running shorts from my own experience, A, but B, the fact that I get this question all the time about my gear and people realize like, hey, 
what are you wearing? Because I want to find something like that. So I am going to acknowledge that some of these running shorts are more expensive than potentially something you could get. Um, Even though I mentioned a pair that you can get at Walmart, you know, they are not the cheapest ones there. They're not super expensive either, though. This is not like crazy prices. I'm, I was I stopped myself from mentioning a brand. I don't want to like throw anyone under the bus because it's like you know whatever. Um, but they are not the most expensive. I think that they are reasonably priced and last. Everything that I mentioned, everything I linked to, lasts a long time. And I am running a lot, and I am washing these every time. I never rewear running shorts or running tops. So these things are getting washed a lot. They are getting stretched and pulled and ran in and sweaty constantly. And they last a really long time. So that is basically it. That's the list. All of my favorites, along with those tips, are going to be in the show notes at runeatrepeat.com. And let's talk about this. Do you have a favorite pair of running shorts, pants, capris, anything like that? They could be any style because I don't think that the way I do things is the only way to do things. I don't necessarily think it's always or often the right way to do things. Um, So if you have a favorite pair of running shorts that you just swear by or really love, please chime in. I will put a post up on Instagram today asking for any of your running short suggestions. I think we can talk about tops and sports bras and other pieces of gear another time. I don't want to kind of cover all gear in one because then it'll be a little crazier. And I'd like to be able to link to it later and share your suggestions for people that are asking. So there's that. But let me know on Instagram at running repeat today. Now I wanted to answer some of my other frequently asked running questions, but I guess I got super into the running shorts and my little Queen Mary story. So this is going a little long. I think we should jump to the awards. Today, first place goes to my puffy keychain. Wait, there's more with a clip. I have been digging very fluffy keychains for a while. I don't know if you remember, but when I lost my keys a few months ago, I had a like puffball keychain. It was like white and bigger than a tennis ball. I was obsessed with it. I was a huge fan. Got it at the 99. And then I lost my keys and I had to use a replacement key, which I now have on another puffy keychain. And I'm a fan of these for a couple of reasons. First, it really helps to be able to find my keys quickly in the black hole that I call my purse. So I can always just grab it and go and I don't have to fumble around for my keys at any given time. But the keychain that I have right now, I am obsessed with because it has a clip. So it doesn't just have a key ring for my key. It has a clip on it and I'm obsessed with this and this might be important or helpful to you because when I drive somewhere to go for a run and I need to take my key with me, right? I'm leaving my car, lock it. I need a car key with me. 
it just unclips. I don't have to mess with the key ring every single time. And depending on how thick or strong your key ring is, sometimes it's kind of a pain, right? I don't have long nails. It's hard for me to pry it open sometimes, or it has been in the past. And this has this little like clasp clip that's pretty strong and cute. And it just makes it that much easier. And it's really the little things. And this is also something that I'm using multiple times a week for this purpose. So it still is that cute puffy keychain, but now with the clip. Boom. Second place goes to cereal with granola in it. I love granola. I love granola. I don't even know how many different times. I just want to go on and on about how much I love granola because I really love it. But it's very calorie dense. I don't like to not have things that I really love, but I understand that because it's calorie dense, maybe I should pace myself a little bit, right? So I dig cereals that have a combination of like flakes and granola clusters. That makes me very happy. And there was a box of that recently at the 99 that now I cannot remember the brand and I am not going to go get it because then I'll just go off and have a snack and not finish this episode. Okay. So just trust me on that combo. And third place. Actually, I think these might be a little out of order. Maybe my priorities were a little out of order when I was writing these, but I really love this one. Third place goes to kind strangers. I just love when I see people being kind to each other. It made my day a couple of weeks ago when I was running and there was randomly someone that seemed like they were kind of sleeping by some bushes that it's not normally a place where you would ever see someone that is homeless or just doesn't have somewhere to go. And when I ran out, I saw them and it was just like, I was super bummed about it. Obviously, I tried to give or keep with me gift certificates or those gift cards for different fast food places to give if there's ever a situation like that. But I'm running and it was definitely a place where I hadn't seen um, a situation like this before or an opportunity. And on the way back, there were a handful of granola bars and like crackers that someone had put there, um, seeing that, seeing this person. And it just made me like so happy that it was, I don't know, just kind strangers. And anytime I see a little thing like that, I kind of love it more when I am not involved in the kindness, like just watching other people be kind or nice or generous to each other is the best thing. And I think you don't realize who is watching uh, when you are being kind. So yeah, pass it on. I think that's it for today. If you have some time, please leave a review of the show in iTunes, Stitcher, or whatever podcast app you use. It really helps other people find out about the show and or tell someone about it and help them put it on their phone because I've actually had several people this week DM me and ask how to find my podcast and how to kind of get it. And I tried to walk them through the app, but I actually don't have an iPhone. So I am not sure if I gave the best directions. Anyways, I would appreciate if you passed it on. And let me know what you're doing right now because I love this. Take a picture or a screenshot and post it to Insta, letting me know what you're doing or where you are in the world when you are listening to the show. Make sure to tag at Runny Repeat so I can see it. And I think that's super fun. And if you have a question for me, send it on over. You can email it to runeatrepeat at gmail.com. Let me know if you prefer to be anonymous. That's always an option. 
or you can call the RER voicemail line. That number is 562-888-1644. And you can leave a message asking your question. I've also been posting a question box in the Instagram stories a few times a week. So you can always write your question in there and I will answer it. And yeah, don't forget to chime in on Instagram and let me know if you have a favorite pair of running shorts, capris, skirts, pants, whatever you wear, kilt. I'm open to trying anything once. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great run. Thank you for listening to the Run, Eat, Repeat podcast. For more information, check out runeatrepeat.com.